This morning's reading is from Luke chapter 2, verses 22 through, I'm sorry, verses 21 through verse uh, 32. This is the presentation of Jesus and the prophecy of Simeon. Eight days later, when the baby was circumcised, he was named Jesus, the name given him by the angel even before he was conceived. Then it was time for their purification offering as required by the law of Moses after the birth of a child. So his parents took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. The law of the Lord said, if a woman's first child is a boy, he must be dedicated to the Lord. So they offered the sacrifice required in the law of the Lord, either a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. At that time, there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was a righteous and devout man and was eagerly awaiting for the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him and he had revealed to, and it had revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. That day the Spirit led him to the temple. So when Mary and Joseph came to present the baby Jesus to the Lord as the law required, Simeon was there. He took the child in his arms and he praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace as you have promised. I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations, and he is the glory of your people, Israel. The births of John and Jesus are announced as signs that God has visited and redeemed his people. Simeon's canticle, his prophecy here, along with Anna's, which we'll get to uh, in the next day, express God's fulfillment of his promise. I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for your people. Mary and Joseph's child, Jesus, is circumcised as he receives this name, which has been given to him by the angel, even before he was conceived. The Messiah was fully observant of the Torah through his circumcision. The consecration of the firstborn son which was from Exodus 13, and the purification of the mother from Leviticus 12. However, it is also a purification of his father. It says in verse 22 that it was time for their purification, not just her purification. So this is a very holy family. They are very observant to the Torah, and this is how Jesus is introduced into the world. Simeon is also described as a holy man of God. He is righteous, following the teachings of the Lord, and he is devout. He was looking forward to the consolation of Israel, which is the work of the Holy Spirit that will happen through him. It is spoken of in the prophet Isaiah in the 49th chapter, verses 5 and 6. And now the Lord speaks. The one who formed me in my mother's womb to be his servant, who commissioned me to bring Israel back to him. The Lord has honored me, and my God has given me strength. He says, 
you will do more than restore the people of Israel to me. I will make you a light to the Gentiles, and you will bring my salvation to the ends of the earth. The Holy Spirit rests upon Simeon. It is revealed to him that he would not see death until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. And now he is inspired to go to the temple. Whatever Simeon encounters in the temple will clearly be God's revelation to him and for all of Israel and for all people. Simeon's canticle, his prophecy, which we refer to now as the Nunc Dimittis, is an inspired word by the Holy Spirit. It is an inspired testimony to the saving work of God that will come to us through Jesus. Simeon requests to depart in peace, for he has now seen the Lord's Messiah, who is also your salvation, prepared in the presence of all people, the birth of the Messiah is the exoneration of the people of Israel. No longer will they be oppressed. What God has planned was for the blessing of Israel, but he also had planned for this blessing to be a blessing for all nations through Israel. And now the Lord promised through Isaiah, I will give you as a light to all nations that you will bring my salvation to the ends of the earth. That Isaiah 49 text once again. As we listen to this reading, one of the things that caught my attention was that the Holy Spirit is the active force throughout this reading. Through this scripture, we are reminded that as we listen for the Holy Spirit to speak to us, we listen primarily by reading our scriptures and through prayer. But how do we follow through with what the Lord has told me? I had a very short career in Little League Baseball. I think it lasted maybe one or two seasons at the most. I didn't have a lot of strength, and so one of the issues was that I could never hit the ball. And I remember the coach always telling me, Stephen, you have to follow through. You have to follow through the swing. And I couldn't follow through the swing. Maybe that's what affected my golf game too, I don't know. But is that the issue that we also face as humans in our relationship with God? Is our follow-through? What if Simeon had heard the Spirit calling him to go to the temple to see the salvation of the Lord, but he just didn't feel up to it? He was tired, maybe insecure, thinking that someone else more important should be in the temple than him. What if he had not gotten up from where he was to go to the temple? We would never have heard this prophetic canticle spoken over Jesus. So I am thankful and grateful that Simeon 
followed through. And that is my prayer for myself, is that I will follow through. And so my question is, will we follow through with God's call? Individually and as a church. God bless you and your day.